I'm Robert England, a.k.a. Freddy Krueger, and you're listening to the sirens of Screed. So give these mermaids a chance, or I will. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the 70th episode of The Sirens of Scream, the podcast that proves sometimes dead is better. I am your host, Jackie DeVore, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Melissa Megan. Hello. And Sierra Helk. Hello. How are you? It's been so long. Oh, my God. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) I missed you. We are uh, well into our October recordings here, uh, here in the high holy season, so we are doing some little short episodes for so that we can get them out weekly for you and really creep in on your uh, fall. Uh, in this episode, we will be talking about some Halloween forecasts for you. First off, though, let's start off with some recommendations. Melissa, what you watching? Max and I have just started this cool show um, called The Last Kids on Earth. Uh, it's based on a graphic novel, which I actually have not read before, but I might check it out. Uh, it's based on a graphic novel by Max Brellier, uh, with illustrations by Douglas Holgate. Um, but I'm going to focus on the series, which just started airing on Netflix. Okay. Um, there is apparently six episodes to this, um, but I think it's only the first one that's currently available called Last Kids Meet the Apocalypse. Um, It's about a group of teenagers, including a boy named Jack Sullivan, uh, who hole up in a decked-out treehouse when the apocalypse happens in the form of zombies and giant monsters of various kinds. It's super cute. It's uh, it's got a fun sense of humor. It actually reminds me a little bit of like a kid's version of Shaun of the Dead. Oh, nice. They keep kind of like pausing. Jack has this like really vivid imagination where he likes to sort of imagine himself as the hero that's going to save everybody um, and kind of goes through those scenes in his head of what that looks like. <laughs> and it and and has this kind of like whole little, you know, Shaun of the Dead style, like, I'm going to do this, 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 and this, and this, and then we're all going to live happily ever after. There are some big names in this. Yeah, there's some great people in this. Uh, Nick Wolfhard, who is the brother of, um, what's his brother's name, um, from Stranger Things. Finn. Yeah, Finn Wolfhard. Uh, Bruce Campbell is does <gasps> one of the voices in this. Rosario Dawson. Mark Hamill does a voice in this. Catherine O'Hara. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. There's a lot of great voices in this. I wanted to check this out because um, I'm headed to New York Comic Con at the end of this week. Um, and I saw that some of the creators of this series were going to be at the show this weekend. So I showed it to Max and, you know, he likes scary stuff. So we decided to check it out. And it, it's very fun. It's very fun and cute. And, you know, the whole kind of theme of like the, the boy at the center, Jack Sullivan, is an orphan. Um, and it sort of begins with him telling his story and how his foster family essentially just like bailed on him as soon as the world ended. Mm -hmm. Um, so he is on his own and has to kind of rebuild his own family. 
which he does, you know, very clumsily with these friends that he finds scattered around. Um, so it's super cute so far and we're really having fun with it. And I think it would be a cool thing, uh, for listeners to enjoy with their kids for Halloween. That's not too scary. That's really cool. Yeah. Sierra, what do you have right now? I have some arty things to share. Um, there's a artist that I just started following on Instagram named Jackson Davis. His handle is jackstavarts, J-A-X-D-A-V-A-R-T-S. And he draws a lot of monsters and cryptids. Um, pretty high up on his feed right now is an illustration he did of Over the Garden Wall. Um, he has a very, like, kind of cartoony, but also kind of grotesque style. Even just the way that he draws people's eyes are kind of icky, um, but in a, like, still a fun, playful way. It's very sketchy and uses weird colors. Love this. Yeah. And he draws, he has like some really cool cryptids like sprinkled in. I love, I love the Mothman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He draws a lot of Mothmen. <laughs> and Jareth as a corgi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I also just bought, because it's almost October, it's almost Halloween first. I bought myself a new deck of tarot cards because the art on it was very cool. It is just, uh, you can buy it on Amazon. The, it's just called the Halloween Tarot Cards by Karen Lee and Kipling West is the uh, artist on it. And they have, instead of like swords and cups and wands, they have pumpkins and imps and ghosts and bats. And like the Bride of Frankenstein and Dracula as the, the major suits. Um, and it's, it's a very fun little deck of cards. Wait, so... You read tarot cards? I've been slowly trying to learn them. I've been, like, pulling one. I've been trying to pull one every day just to, like, learn it. So does that mean we can have, like, a tarot card reading episode? I would love to. Yes, Yes, when I'm more confident in it, um, I would love to do that. That'd be super fun. Awesome. I also just love the, like, um, the, the hero's journey and the symbolism of them and seeing the different types of decks and, like, I follow some artists on Instagram that have like more modern tarot decks. Um, and then there's the like original classic one, the um, writer deck that like has like Egyptian, but then also like Christian um, symbolism and stuff in it. It's neat to see how they've evolved, but still stayed true over time. And for me, what I have is a movie from 2011 that I just watched yesterday. No, it's not 2011. <laughs> this is called uh, Your Next, and it is uh, very much a home invasion type of uh, horror. Uh, the pretense here is when the Davidson family comes under attack during their wedding anniversary getaway, the gang of mysterious killers soon learns that one of the victims harbors a secret talent for fighting back. Uh, this has some serious final girl energy going on here. And, like, honestly... I wasn't sure I'd get into it at first. It it seemed like, you know, same old, same old. I didn't watch this one. Yeah, because it looks like it's just the strangers. Yeah. They're like whatever, like weird animal mask people. I kind of just threw it on while I was uh, playing No Man's Sky, honestly. I was like, whatever, I'm just going to toss this one in the background. But yeah, the, <laughs> the, uh, 
who who ends up being the uh, standout character in this just really caught my attention. Like I ended up just having to get in my little spaceship for shelter and just like really cheering them on. <laughs> it was it ended up being being a kind of a fun watch here. Um, so I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna throw that out as a good recommendation here. I, I was pleasantly surprised. You're next from 2011. I'm pretty sure that this one was on one of my 31 Days of Horror list. Oh, yeah? In a past, yeah, in a past episode that we did. Um, I definitely saw this one a couple years ago, and I remember talking about it on the show, but, you know, we're going on three years now. I so. did a bad yeah. job listening to your Rex that time. It's hard Four to, years. No, I think, I think it was on, like, it was one of the movies on my 31 Days of Horror, so. Yeah. But that could have been the first year, the second year, who knows? Yeah. Um, but it's a very cool movie, and I'm glad that you finally saw it. And the music in that movie is particularly cool, if I remember correctly. Yeah, the sound design in general actually caught my attention, but the music, yeah, in particular was good. I enjoyed that. Like that opening scene, they have the song. Right? Yeah. Am I thinking the right film? Like the song that's playing in the neighbor's house? Yeah, I actually wanted to look that up and maybe add that to one of my playlists. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed that. Yeah, it's a cool movie. I have a hard time with uh, Home Invasion movies now because i'm just <laughs> when you become a parent you just fear home invasion all the time anyway oh god i bet <laughs> so but i remember seeing this one and it was really cool and it was very um it went from being like super disturbing to being like fun yeah and disturbing <laughs> <laughs> now that we're deep into the high holy season here let's talk about what kind of goblins and ghouls we think we'll be seeing this year what trends we predict will be big in costumes and decorations and what we've been seeing already happening Personally, I think there's going to be a lot of Beetlejuice and witches for costumes. I don't know why this is coming back around, but I've seen so much uh, love for Beetlejuice lately, and I I absolutely love it. Deserved. Yeah, yes. It's like well-deserved. <laughs> well, there was the Beetlejuice musical. Yeah, yeah. On Broadway? Yeah. Off Broadway? Yeah, I think that's going on now. Yeah. Or- just recently, yeah, because I, th- I feel like I have a friend that went to Did it. Did it just start, though? Because I feel like it's been going on for a while. I don't know. I'm pretty sure one of my friends just went to it, like, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Most. Like, I know it's going on right now, but I, I don't know when it started. Like I, like, I don't know why the resurgence for the love for Beetlejuice is going on now. Well, everybody loves Captain O'Hara in... Uh, Shit's Creek. That's true. Yeah. So I bet everyone's like, yes, she's been great all of the time. That's very true. And Winona Ryder being in uh, Stranger Things, too. That might be um, creating a perfect storm for their old uh, movie to come back and play. I wonder if Stranger Things will be as popular this year with the costumes. Oh, yeah. I could see that. Now that it's been going a couple years. This is a sidetrack, but... I started the new season of American Horror Story, and I am kind of disappointed. Yeah? Usually, I get disappointed about halfway through the season, (laughs) and now I'm disappointed on the first episode. Tough. (laughs) It's just, it's they're really going into the nostalgia trend, but like, in a... Kitschy, no-meat kind of way? Yeah, it doesn't really feel like it's um, necessarily out of love for it. Or um, because it's like a slasher type story so far at like a camp. And then they've also thrown in Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker, just for good measure, because true crime is popular right now. So um, it's it feels 
uh, really forced right now. Some kind of pinata of retro horror. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that maybe this might be the one season where, like, the crazy left turn where they introduce aliens or some shit, like, that might actually be the breath of fresh air that it needs. <laughs> <laughs> that might be what makes it interesting. I've actually been seeing um, people kind of go crazy for it on um, some horror forums lately. Um, huh. No, but I, I feel like those are kind of the the venues where, uh, or you know, some of those thoughts that I've been seeing are the kind of folks that don't really give a whole lot of thought to their horror. <laughs> yeah, the the in the first episode, they this is not a spoiler. They stop at a gas station on the way to the camp. These this group of of young adults who are gonna go be counselors, and of course, there's the virgin girl who's like new to the group. There's the jock guy. There's the girl who's like kind of slutty. Um, there's the black guy. Like there's literally they're checking all of the boxes yeah they stop at the gas station on the way and the gas station attendant is like you're going up to that like you shouldn't go there you gotta turn back and they're like screw you old guy whatever we're never gonna die and that it it's just it's very like they know that they're in a world where everyone has seen cabin in the woods that's probably watching this show right and i don't know why they're they aren't adding anything to it yeah. So it's it so they're trying to be tongue in cheek there, but they're not really making the joke. They're just doing the setup. Yep. Gotcha. I think there's gonna be a lot of pennywise on the streets this year. Mm-hmm. I don't know why in particular that this is going to be, uh, but, uh, you know, we just went to that horror con a couple months ago and oh, there yeah, were like, you got like a preview of what's to come. Yeah. They were like Pennywise in like three different shapes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can imagine that Georgie's going to be an easy one because you can just get a yellow rain slicker and a balloon and you're done. Yeah. Yeah. I also see the classics coming back pretty hard again, like Jason Voorhees and Freddy Krueger. I don't know. Totally why, but I, f- I feel like I see a lot of, like, younger people, even, like, in the salon. Hmm. Um, I have conversations with clients who tell me that, like, like my son is not the only one who's into these classic horror characters. Um, in fact, we took a friend out um, with Max yesterday to go to this one of those, like, fun places, like roller skating rink, arcade. A fun center. Yeah, right, fun center. <laughs> generic fun center and this kid was in the back seat we took a, a friend's kid along with us and he's nine or ten i think and like we didn't even get out of the parking lot from where i was picking the kid up from and they were talking about pennywise in the back seat oh wow i was like oh okay guys <laughs> they just so like they just went right into war <laughs> um and yeah i don't know why but there's i think there's a, a strong resurgence of of the classic characters again yeah it's totally happening right now yep and i also think there's going to be a lot of video game um costumes now why do you think that i just think video games have gone like more mainstream now than ever before i don't i meet i meet people of all ages all walks of life now that are playing video games fairly regularly and things like well, in fact, the kid yesterday also said he's dressing up as one of the Five Nights from Freddy, Five Nights of Freddy's characters, oh, yeah, you know? Yeah. Okay. And, like, Five Nights is so popular with middle school, you know, even later elementary school kids. Really? Yeah. Huh. It's been going strong at 
hot topic, I feel like I've been seeing. Yeah. Five Nights for years every time I drop in, like, once a year. Max has never played Five Nights, but he knows who the characters are. Because huh. mm-hmm. they all talk about them at school. Crazy. That, and then, like, just various, like, like Fortnite and, like, all these. It just, I feel like video games are on, everybody talks about them. I, I put a, a Switch in the salon uh, last week for the first time. I brought a Switch from home and I put it in the salon. And I've had two people play it so far. Did you get the Goose Game? Yes. <laughs> I have the Goose Game on all... We have three Switches now. I've had the Goose Game on all awesome. of them. Uh, <laughs> Ryan keeps walking upstairs and laughing at me. Every time I come upstairs, I go, are you playing the Goose Game again? <laughs> yes. Shut up. We play the Goose Game as much as I want. But uh, there are two people that have picked up the Switch in my salon so far to play it. One is a, a woman who is a couple years younger than me, like in, I'd say like in her mid third. Okay, more than a couple years younger than me. She's like in her mid thirties, um, but never heard her talk about video games before. Wouldn't have pegged her as a video game person. She grabbed it, snatched it right up and played it. And a lady who's like in her late fifties, nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like a mail carrier. She's like a mail lady. Like <laughs> she grabbed it and she wanted to play video games. And I'm like, okay, this is interesting. It's become like a social experiment. Like see who, who decides to play video games while they're getting their hair done. Awesome. <laughs> but yeah, I just think, I think it's so mainstream now that it's like, it's just as easy for people to come up with a game character as it is to, for people to come up with a movie character. You yeah. Know? Yeah. That makes sense. And they're everywhere. Yeah, we're we're like I said, we're taking off to Comic Con this weekend, so I'll have another preview of mm-hmm. costumes for you guys that I can tell you what I see there. Granted, that's like you know, the it's on a whole different level even from Halloween, I think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we Max decided at the last minute to change his idea for his costume for Comic Con. Oh, breaking news! Yeah. And I'm so excited because now I don't have to walk around with a cardboard box on my head at Comic Con. <laughs> Good. <laughs> he saw the light. <laughs> he was so committed to this idea of being mo- doing Minecraft. And the only character that I could do that wasn't going to be like incredibly uncomfortable was an Enderman, which it just requires me to wear a lot of black and then put a box on my head, which, you know, it's cardboard. So I was like, all right, if I get tired of this stupid thing, I'll just fold it up and throw it in the trash. Yeah, that's fair. But he changed his mind and now he's going to be Link. Which is my dream come true, because I always wanted him to be Link. Because he is Link. (laughs) Oh, that's perfect. He's such a perfect little Link. So, and I, yeah, and I'm going to be Princess Zelda. Nice. This will be the only time in my life that I dress up as a princess. (laughs) But I'm doing it. Um, And we we found his costume uh, Saturday. Yeah. Wait, what's today? I I don't know. Monday? Oh, Monday. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, Saturday, we found his costume at the Halloween store. And, like, it was so easy, you know? And uh, he came home telling me about, like, all the video game characters that he saw there. Going out and just buying a costume. What's that like? I'm that asshole that sits here and stresses over, like, (laughs) making costumes. No, I mean, I'm the asshole who's not crafty (laughs) enough to make costumes. So my kid gets the cheap, like, felt (laughs) costumes that Velcro together. (laughs) Uh, yeah, so that's my that's my prediction for Halloween. I literally just thought of what my prediction is. What is it? And it's that everybody's <laughs> going every okay. So, Galaxy's Edge opened in Disney World and Disneyland this year, and so every single person who's invested in those expensive lightsabers 
are going to go as Jedis this year. Yeah. Because Tucker <laughs> is going to go as Jedi, as a Jedi this year and like every year now. And so I think there's going to be a lot of Jedis and a lot of just people who have bought merchandise from Disney. They want to make a count. Yeah. And it's, you've invested in this. Yeah. You got to live your Jedi dream. Are you are you going to be <laughs> a Star Wars thing with him or? No, I'm going to be a Mothman. Awesome. I love it. A Mothman? A Mothman. Yeah. I was thinking of, okay, what's going to be creepy, but I can also be kind of comfortable. Yeah. And like still kind of cute. Like I could be a cute little Mothman with little red goggles on. Love it. Yeah. Tucker and I will sometimes do matching costumes. One time we did Mulder and Scully, but reversed. So I was Mulder and he was Scully because that's closer to our personalities. Drew and I (laughs) did Mulder and Scully one year, except um, I painted mold on his face and a skull on my face. Oh, that's funny. It's like mold. That's very funny. (laughs) (laughs) I confused a lot of people, I'm sure. Yeah, they, a, a few too many people well, asked about it. Well, and then they got it, it and yeah. then they were like, yes. Yeah, exactly. We saw a couple other Mulder and Scullies that night. It was fun. That's a solid costume. Yeah, never gets old. No. I think there's still going to be some um, Harley Quinns. Yeah. I feel like that, that hasn't fully, like, I think it's plateaued, but it hasn't, like, gone by the wayside yet. Well, and Birds of Prey is coming out. Right, that's what I was going to say. They're about to I actually have it up on my the trailer drops uh ten one. Is that tomorrow? That is tomorrow, I think. Yeah, technically. Yeah. I mean, no, this is totally the middle of October that we're recording this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're not <laughs> I'm stamping this or anything. <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing a lot of um uh uh not oh sh- why did I even say that? Because now I can't remember the <laughs> name of her <laughs> you went real strong <laughs> <laughs> i know i said well i'm because i'm looking at a picture um and i wanted to say the character that i prefer actually over harley quinn that i want to see more of and then her name just like blobbed out of my brain black canary then i was like is she in that movie because i literally haven't looked yes. at anything about it wait you and mcgregor is in this movie <laughs> he's in everything right now my god oh now i'm gonna have to see it I'm so excited for Dr. Sleep. So um, with Halloween decorations lately, have you guys been seeing this weird trend of skeletons with black wings just everywhere? Black wings? Yes. It's, I swear. No. With black wings? No. I swear, everywhere I go, I've been seeing, like, especially Michael's has a huge line of it. Um, but I swear it's everywhere I go. I've been seeing skeletons with black wings. And I don't know what what's going on. That's it. Like, like angel wings with feathers? Yes, like angel wings. Like it looks like fucking motorcycle iconography, like motorcycle club <laughs> shit going on here. And I don't know what it's about and I want to hate it, but I actually kind of like it. That's interesting. Yeah, it's kind of stupid looking, but I regrettably kind of like it. But there's also been this really cool trend in uh like spiritual Halloween stuff, which I really dig. Mm-hmm. Like more witchy things. Palmistry. Yeah. And like, uh, what is it when you uh, read the head? Phenol- uh, ph- uh, phrenology? Yeah, phrenology. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I know it's for something. <laughs> I got at Target recently, like a week ago, um, a serving tray that has a Ouija board. Yeah, I have that. Like stamped on <laughs> it. Yeah, I bought that. And I'm like, 
I don't know if I really want to, like, own a Ouija board because I don't want to, like, open up that door. But it's also really cool looking. I actually <laughs> got the one from, uh, I think it was last year or the year before. And it has, um, it's a little more rustic looking than the ones they have this year. And it has a copper oh, lettering. Nice. I'm jealous of that. Yeah, I actually, like, went to three different targets to track it down. <laughs> I was nice. really extra about it. What other trends have you guys seen? Yeah, Target. Target, I think, is probably my favorite as far as, like, decorations and, and wearables. They really kicked it up uh, a few years ago. Yeah. They really figured out. They know their audience. <laughs> you know who's shockingly good, too, is um, Home Depot. Oh, I didn't think about that. I know that, um, I think, last year after Halloween... I think Home Depot had a sale on a giant sandworm blow up. Yeah. And I'm still kicking myself that I didn't buy it. They still have it this year. Yes, I need to get it. Because before we were in a smaller place and there's literally nowhere we could have even blew that thing up. Um, But now we have space for it. Um, Also, and I'm going to pull it up on Instagram here to give a more thorough shout out here. My friend uh, Blue... My BFF Blue mm-hmm. here. She has been making her own fucking gigantic sandworm oh. for her yard. Making it out of what? Making it out of resin. Holy shit. <laughs> the damn thing, it's got to be like nine, ten feet high. She's sculpting the whole goddamn thing by hand. She's making it like, I. you can't believe the details she's putting into this thing. It's insane. But she's been posting um, steps of it along the way on her Instagram. Um, uh, her Instagram is blue, the color, like the color blue iron worker, all one word. You can see it there. Uh, blue, like she, she's fairly popular there. You, you've probably seen her on uh, a dove commercial around the, the country these days. So you'll, you'll recognize her. If you go to her page, you'll, you'll probably see her. Um, but yeah, you can see her, her work on this sandworm and it looks incredible. And I'll tell her to, I'll tell her to post more pictures so that people can see the progress here. Cause it looks so badass and scary and I love it. (laughs) But while we're on the subject of, uh, Home Depot, before we leave that subject, Mm -hmm. they have the most cost-effective life-size skeleton if anybody's looking for it they sell it for 30 bucks and it has light of eyes that's better than costco i think i've seen them at costco and i'm like that's just a little bit too much yep. there's one at lowe's that i've been trying to talk myself out of but it's not <laughs> life-size it's like <laughs> it's like inflatable and mm. tall enough that it was like the same height as the roof over the top of the garden area at Lowe's mm-hmm. is gigantic and I just kept thinking can I get away with putting that in front of the salon or <laughs> people gonna think I'm crazy <laughs> well it might be something you have to like bring in every night so that might be a real pain yeah it would take up like the whole floor space <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and my my umbrella for my table in front of the salon keeps getting blown over so I don't think an inflatable is a good idea no that's too bad but he's super cute. I don't know if you guys saw, I posted a picture of him. He looks like he's waiting for a big hug. The inflatables, they get weighted down. Like they have something in the bottom to weight them down. And, you know, the, they're uh-huh. plugged in. So they they pretty much stay put. Like I have a little inflatable Grim Reaper in front of my house and it gets super windy here. But he mostly stays put. 
Sometimes he goes after people, but I think that's part of his charm. <laughs> I mean, my place is right on the main street that goes through the middle of town, so <laughs> if he blows away, he <laughs> might go chase could a car. cause a car accident. <laughs> <laughs> giant inflatable skeleton attacked a, a giant hugging skeleton <laughs> flying down the street. <laughs> I'd be like, nope, not mine. Nope, never saw it before. <laughs> He's got his arms outstretched like an open, like he's waiting for a big hug. He's so cute. Love it. <laughs> All right. Any more uh, Halloween forecasts, predictions? Anything you've seen around that you particularly like? I was going to say maybe us. We like everything. <laughs> Halloween, so. Yeah, that's true. There might be some us costumes. Us as in the three of us or us as in Jordan Peele's movie. Oh, that'd be cool <laughs> if they cos- cosplayed as i had a friend uh dress up as me for halloween one year that was a little disturbing but fun nonetheless (laughs) that's cute but yeah us maybe with the we're the red jumpsuits you just gotta get a jumpsuit and then you're good big old scissors so my friend adam adam and kevin they do a big halloween party every year and they decorate their house they go all out and so this year the theme is stephen king and so the porch area is going to be it, and it's just going to be filled with red balloons. Awesome. And then the the dining room area, I think, is going to be The Shining. And then their li- their um, kitchen area is going to be Carrie, so it'll be done up like a prom. Is there going to be just so much blood up in there? Maybe. <laughs> but, like, halfway through the night. Like, it can't start out. Yeah, it's got to be, <laughs> <Bloody>. like... <laughs> It's got to seem a little normal at first, but something's just a bit off. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm very, I'm very excited about that. That'll be fun. And then, of course, I have to get all of my decorations ready in time for our Treehouse of Horror Marathon, um, which is like going to be mid-October. Well, thank you for joining us here to talk about Halloween stuff. We are the Sirens of Scream. Uh, If you have not checked out our Sirens Fall Mix, you can find that on Spotify. Again, that's Sirens Fall Mix 19. Uh, You can find a link to that in our show notes. And we also have our 31 Days of Horror out. Uh, You can also find that and show notes and other things at sirensofscream.com. Uh, if you'd like to talk to us about anything on the show or, you know, just say what's up, you can email us at sirens at sirensofscream.com. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Sirens Podcast or Sirens of Scream on, Twi- on Tumblr, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, I am Jackie the Robot on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Melissa, where can listeners find you? I am Lissa Punch on Twitter and Instagram. And Sierra, where can listeners find you? At Sierra Halk. Awesome. And thanks again for joining us. Have a spooky October. <laughs> <laughs>